Welcome to HPE Live, bringing integrity, etiquette, and excellence to entertainment. I'm your host, Bossman Blaze. And I'm your co-host, Amy P. Today, we'll be hearing from an amazing guest. But first, a thank you to our sponsors. Little Ox Tech, building cost-effective websites for businesses, creators, or even podcasts like ours. Little Ox Tech is ready to help put together the perfect solution for you. Visit Little Ox Tech today and mention HPE Live to receive 33% off your personalized site. Little Ox Tech, a website for your whatever. And by AS Plus Modeling, everything modeling and more. Visit them online at www.asplusmodeling.com. Hello, Sean. Thanks for joining HP Live. I'm your host, Bossman Blaze. And I'm your co-host, Amy P. Today, we're talking to actor and musician, Sean Guerrero. Hi, Sean. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here. very welcome. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we were just talking uh, right before the show, and, you know, there's craziness happening right now in our nation's capital, and we are just so thankful that you still have dedicated your time to being on the show today, so... Thank you for oh, I... away from that and yeah. talk about something a little more happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. Excited to be a part of. I think anytime you get a chance to uh you get a chance to share testimony or um, you know, how, how you've been blessed and, and different things that are happening in the midst of adversity and chaos is actually some of the best times uh to hopefully to be able to give hope and encouragement and inspiration. Uh, you know, uh, hence giving, you know, up and showing, trying to shine a bright light in a dark area. Uh, so it's good. Absolutely. Excellent. Thank, Thank you, you so yeah, much. Thank you for that. And, you know, I, I did not ask you before, um, are you a SAG actor or SAG eligible or anything like that? I am. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Oh, awesome. Well, I'm sorry for not asking that before. That's <laughs> okay. We all know now we're talking are important here so (laughs) (laughs) I agree so can you tell us a little a little bit more about uh, who you are and um where where do you want to go what do you want the world to know about you oh gosh well um so yeah so again my my name is Sean Guerrero um I'll lead off with what I want the world to know is uh I'm a man after God's own heart I'm a Christian in love with Jesus he is my is my savior God king and absolute best friend uh, um, I've been very blessed to, uh, to have had a lot of amazing opportunities over the years, uh, with TV and film and music and from having toured all over the world, uh, to multiple TV shows, commercials, TV and films, uh, different song placements, all, all kinds of um, wonderful opportunities. But in the midst of all that, having been able to, uh, to give hope and sharing Jesus with people in every different fashion, um, uh, I've been blessed to have spent a lot of time in uh, in various countries, uh, specifically in the Middle East, and you get to see all kinds of different cultures in, in that area, and even getting to ch- share Jesus there with with people. Uh, that's incredibly humbling, and just being able to help folks, you know, help and give encouragement, and be able to share a gift that the Lord has blessed me with, and being able to share that with others. And uh, and the beautiful thing is, it's not it's not strictly withholding to just one particular type of, of, of person, uh, you know, that I've been blessed where I, I've had, uh, people of all walks of, uh, of different faiths and beliefs who, uh, who's been very receptive in hearing uh, these different things with music and, and even in some TV and film stuff, uh, where they've been touched and blessed and, 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 you know, and been encouraged. And that's, that is a wonderful, wonderful gift, uh, to be able to have, you know, to be able to have that and be able to share. So that's kind of just a little bit of who I am. And, uh, just as a foundational piece is, uh, you know, where I've been about. That's so cool because, I mean, from everything that you've said and everything that I've read um, about you, you seem like this huge influencer. And it sounds like God is really using you to glorify his name. And I think it's so cool that you're not afraid to do that. I think a lot of people um, are afraid to praise God and give him the glory and be because you're doing that, you are so successful. Um, 
I wanted to ask you, because I read about some of the films uh, that you're working on, is every film that you've ever done, has it always been um, on a religious basis? Faith-based. Faith-based. Or have you dipped into other types of genres? Now, when you say a film as far as what I've acted in or directed and wrote? Everything. Uh, So, so no, no. Um, And I'd like to tie in the music, if I may. Um, for this for this specific purpose, yeah, my, my, my goal, at least one thing that I believe that God gave me is I've never been one to target uh, in, in the past, hey, I am only going to hit this type of audience. The goal has been has always been to try to reach as many people as I possibly can, both on on the Christian or non-Christian, whatever have you. I mean, isn't that the goal? You know, you want to on a business aspect. Why would you ever want to limit yourself to one's area anyways? Um, but Everything that I do, all, everything, the foundation uh, is always about Jesus in some form of fashion and giving giving encouragement and giving hope. So, yes, in that aspect, they're, they're all faith based. But like, for example, with the music, um, I had I had worship stuff that I would do specifically, you know, when I go to certain areas. But uh, the places that I was sent, oftentimes all my songs were about the Lord, but they were written in parable forms. And having done that. You know, I, I I ended up going to places that I would have never thought I would have I would have ever done when I was 16. Uh, you know, I was thinking I was gonna be one place. Next thing you know, here I am. Moving fast forward a couple years later, I'm on tour with David Allen Coe and you know, going to these bars and, and and these big huge arenas and all this other stuff. And I didn't care. I didn't care where you were from, you know, or, or you know what your belief was. It was like, man, just give encouragement. Say about Jesus. And so the songs, the song aspect would be in uh, they'd be in these parable forms. So people. Were, had, were able to relate in so many different fashions. Um, and then with the TV and film, uh, I would love to do more faith-based films. Absolutely. Uh, but it just so happens that that's not what comes across my plate. Uh, you know, of course, I do have I do have limitations. Like, I'm not – you're never going to find me in a, in a film doing any kind of, you know, nudity and that, that type of stuff. You know, I do, have, I do have boundaries with that. But a lot of the films, they're, you know, they're, they're TV shows. They're – uh, you know, feature films that are action, drama, all that other kind of stuff. But, but uh, I have my own personal convictions where, you know, I'm, I, again, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to see foul language coming out of my mouth in a role. Uh, but I'd say 99% of my films uh, that I've been blessed to be in, uh, they were non-Christian. Uh, so I, I've been in uh, I think one or two uh, faith-based films, uh, but everything else has, has been non-Christian. But that's but that that's just because for me personally, I I'd be like, hey, you know, to my agent representation, hey, all right, yeah, send me out to whatever, <laughs> you know. And if I see yeah. and if I see a script that comes across that I, I don't agree with, I'm like, now pass on this. But uh, but ninety percent of the time, you know, they're they're awesome. They're they're great scripts. And again, there's gifts that God is. You know, Lordy God says that every good gift is from above, from the Father of Lights. And and people have been right. given gifts. It's just a matter of whether or not how they're uh, so, so I, it, it, it's awesome. So yeah, so I do, I do a lot of different, uh, variety genres when it comes to, to acting as well. So it's fair to say that the love of God is in your heart and, um, you are able to separate your faith from your work. Um, I, I well, no, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that only because in the context of your, your listeners, if they say, we'll separate the faith, which I know this is not what you mean, but to make right. sure they're under, they're understood, uh, Never compromising who you who you are in Christ Jesus, and that that is my answer to that. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I can go ahead, I can go into a, uh, you know, if you if if, if Tom could Tom Cruise and when he did Top Gun two, you know, everybody and their brother was biting for that. That's not a faith based film, but if they had a they had a role in there <laughs> that said, hey, right. your your role is to go knock this guy out. Absolutely, <laughs> let's go do it. You know, but I'm but I'm not I'm not compromising my integrity. I'm not out there, you know, cursing God's name in vain. I'm not getting nudie. I'm not doing no pornographic garbage. I'm not doing any of that stuff. You know, so that's why I'm like, you can, you know, you know, Jesus, prime example, you know, God, God went to all these different places, but he, he is, was, and always will be, you know, the Lord God almighty. And so when he comes to interact with man, God loves humanity. So, uh, so however I can best use the gifts that God's given me to glorify him and, being even presented in opportunities to be in certain particular atmospheres without compromising my integrity. That's an awesome opportunity to do. Absolutely. I want to, I want to back up a little bit because um, you had mentioned going on tour with David Allen Mm Coe. Can you, can you dip into more about that and 
how that opportunity came about and kind of what your experiences were with him? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I did a, my first single uh, with the record label I was with in Nashville, Lamont Records. We did a song called uh, Walls. I wrote it when I was in Iraq and it was about warnings against suicide. And uh, long story short, the, the music video, um, when it came out, did very, very well. And the guy, one of the managers uh, who was managing me at the time, he knew he had worked with David Allen Co. and his wife uh, years ago. And he he was he basically he kind of connected us to uh, through through the music video that got a bless there. And Mr. Co. not too long before that had that bad accident and he had almost died. So he was in recovery. Well, there were a lot of scenes in the music video uh, that Mrs. That his wife, Mrs. Co. Uh, she was she was very moved and touched by, and she had what what my manager told me is she had reached out to him and uh, they talked and she was like, hey, we we love to meet Sean. So uh, we drove to Florida, to Tampa, Florida, and I got a chance to meet them. And and funny enough, I, I when I when I got down there. You know, it's kind of like, you know, something, but then it doesn't really hit you until you're there. Like, holy smokes, <laughs> you know, it was one of those things. And and so for after that, it was it was probably, I don't know, two years, uh, you know, just kind of communication here and there and uh, you know, trying to give encouragement and that type of stuff. And God had blessed me that, uh, you know, um, you know, develop a, a beautiful friendship there. And one day when I was I was actually finishing up a class at, at community college. And I got a call from Mrs. Coe and they said that Mr. Coe was looking for, uh, he was looking for you know, somebody to come on tour with them. Uh, one of those, one, a, a guitarist. And I said, Hey, great. Yeah. I'd love to do that. Uh, so we had made an agreement. I'd get a chance to open for him and then I'd be his guitarist. And so, um, you know, brought some other folks with me and uh, yeah, ended up going on tour with Mr. Coe. And that was an experience for itself, which was, which was interesting to me because I remember when I announced it on, on social media, I took a lot of slack for that. Um, a lot of people, they really questioned, they said, Oh, you know what kind of guy he is? Why would you ever do that? And, and I remember I felt like the Lord had given me the shares, like what's wrong with you people? You know, why would you not? You got opens the door for you to go into arena and into a mass of large groups of folks and you have opportunities to potentially share Jesus there. And you want to deny that you're, you're out, you're, you're out of your mind. Right. Uh, so I'd go out, I'd go out there and the experience was amazing. Um, Mr. Co. He uh, uh, just, an, man, I mean, one of the best, one of the best in the industry and over a hundred number one hit songs have written. I mean, you know, you know, he's written stuff with Johnny Cash, you know, you know, Uncle Cracker and uh, all, all those guys. And he, uh, you know, just amazing. And uh, anyway, I was very humbled and what an honor to have been able to have that. So we, we, we would go out there and, um, you know, I think I remember he, he told me, funny enough, he, we were sitting um, at breakfast one morning when we first got there to the city. And he says, look, he says, I'm going to tell you, you're going to hear a lot of things about me that are not true. And just because this is like a big thing happening right now, uh, he said, you're even going to hear that I'm a racist. He goes, it's all a lie. It's not true. He says, let me tell you, my best friend, you know, was, was African-American, all these, other, you know, I mean, he was just sharing all these different, all these different stories. And, uh, and wow. he says, just people, people lie and they, you know, the media twist stuff. And I was like, all right, great. Um, and uh, so we'd go out there and, and we had awesome times, you know, and interact with, with crowds. Uh, I, you know, I, I remember one, spe one specifically this concert after the show was over. Uh, and you're, I mean, there, there'd be times, sometimes there's thousands of, of just people out there and uh, some places, hundreds, you know, depending on the venue, but we would, uh, we went out, did the show. And afterwards this, uh, the son and his dad come up to me and they said, Hey, wanted to know if we could uh, meet Mr. Co. And I said, Oh, well, you know, let me see what I can do. You know, not a, not a hundred percent, uh, well, as far as where Mr. Co's at, but, but I'll take a look for you. And I go, you know, what's your name? Blah, blah. And they tell me, he tells me that his dad, his dad actually had stage four pancreatic cancer at the time. And that's why they wanted to meet him. And I was like, holy smokes. And so I said, well, uh, I said, well, I said, well, look, I'm a Christian in love with Jesus. You know, can I pray for you? I believe God to, to bring you through this for healing. And they both looked at me with like deer, with a deer in the headlight. <laughs> so, and so they said, you, you want to pray with me? And I said, absolutely, man. So we prayed right there at the concert. And, um, and then afterwards, I'll never forget, uh, the, I, they, he told me, he said, uh, he goes, never in a million years that I think I would come to a David Allen Coe concert and get prayed for. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there was, but there was many experiences like that. And that's, that was the point I was trying to prove to people or, or to share. It's like, look, God says he sends you as sheep among wolves, uh, but we, we ought not to put God in a box. And just because you go to these places, 
if God doesn't send you, you don't go, but you don't have to compromise who you are for the sake of trying to make it and all this other stuff. People see through that fake stuff. They absolutely do. The industry sees through it. People see through it. Uh, you know, and, and just, you know, what's the old, uh, the old uh, adage in, um, in theater to that own self be true. Uh, you know, it's like, man, you know, keep integrity, don't compromise. And people, you know, you'll find that you're, that the honor will go so much further and people will see you for who you are and you will have, you'll, you know, you'll get your breakthrough. Just, just don't, don't compromise your integrity. So, and there was, there was, so it was, it was an incredible experience. Uh, and I'm very thankful that I had that opportunity. It was also a big learning experience too. So, so I, you know, you know, there, you know, from, from my genre, uh, in this particular area, you know, I was alternative rock, but Mr. Co, you know, he's, he's, you know, country, country rock rebel type deal. And so the crowds were vastly, vastly different. And there was, there was times where, you know, you know, some crowds were not too receptive to the style of music I was playing. And other times everybody went nuts, but I'll tell you, and just, if I can, there's a, a great story. The first show that I played, um, with Mr. Co. We were, uh, it was like at this diner, this diner place, but they had this huge stage. They, they clear everything out. You could just fit hundreds of people in this, in this spot, um, extended so far out. But we, uh, when I got there, I never forget, I pulled some one of my band members aside and I said, guys, I don't know if we should play this. It was my first show with, with Mr. Cohen. He goes, what are you talking about? Look at, look at, look at what's out here. And you had people saddles, you know, saddle stuff, you know, spurs on their boots, cowboy hats, yeah. and other stuff. And I said, "Dude, we're gonna get booed out, or possibly get food and drinks thrown at us, man. I don't know about this." <laughs> I was so, I was so nervous. And then, uh, and then one of my band members said, "They said, Sean, dude, you just do you, man. Let's just go out there and do it, and let's just go have a good time. Don't worry about it." I said, "Okay." So I went up there, and we, and we just had a great time, and everybody. Everybody in that place was rocking out. Some people were dancing, grooving, all kinds of stuff. And never in a million years, but I would have thought that would have happened to that type of crowd. So never judge a book by its cover. <laughs> right. You know what, Sean? I forgot to ask you what what state are you in? Are you in Nashville, Tennessee? Or- no, no, I'm in I'm in Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, all right. That's awesome. That's so cool. I'm I'm enjoying the testimonies that you're sharing, but I have a question with. The acting yeah. and music. Um, do you produce your music? Do you have formal training in either the uh, music, like you know, production or or acting? You have, you have Oh yeah. Well, well, well. First, uh, let me see. On the acting side, obviously, you know, with, with acting, you, you know, we encourage all actors. Everybody should always be looking to take workshops, you know, get acting coaches and always looking to, you know, increase the talents and, and get better and grow as an actor um, on, uh, you know, so, so with that, yes, I, you know, I, I have, you know, and I can, I still do, you know, I go through workshops and different things as able and, and, and in the industry with the acting, you know, that that's very, very beneficial and, and great things come about that. Um, I, I mean, that, that has actually has led to other things, uh, which I guess we can talk about later, but you know, I've got this big feature film right now, the hidden garden, and, uh, great team of people, different things that's happening. But on the music side, um, I, I, I've been blessed to work with a very um, vast amount of people from different levels in the industry. And um, people don't write the music for me. I, I, don't, I don't do that. Um, I, I write what God gives me. Um, now, as crazy as this is going to sound, um, I, have to, I have to say it because this is the truth and I share it. Whether it's on mainstream radio, Christian radio, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's just the truth. Um, so when I... I think it was like 15 years old. Um, the way I started to learn to play there, I didn't have formal training. I had asked the Lord, I said, Lord, I'd like to learn how to play the guitar and the piano. And that's what Jesus did. The Lord himself showed me how to play the guitar in two to three days. And then he showed me how to play on the piano in two to three weeks. And somebody's like, well, what do you mean he showed you? And I mean, he showed me. Uh, I remember the first song the guy gave me, the Lord spoke to me and he said, Sean, tune your D string to E string. I didn't know anything about that. I just said, okay. So I tuned my D to E and he said, place your hands here. And you, you know, and then I would see, you know, Lord showing me that. And, and then when he, and he said, now go ahead and play. And, and the, the Lord just began to guide me. And then God gave me this powerful song called burn the skies. And I never forget this, um, this one guy from my church, 
he's a, he's like a music theorist. You know, this, I mean, he, I mean, <laughs> it's like a Berkeley type thing. You know, you, you ask a question on any kind of history or, you know, the minus thirds added the fifth donations, all this other stuff. He knows about it. And, uh, and I remember I, I brought this song to him and he looked at me and his dad used to play with folks like John Coltrane and all these other guys. And so when he, when I showed him this song, he goes, wow, that's serious, man. How did you know that? <laughs> you know, he goes, how did you know to do that? And why would you go there? Blah, 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 blah. And my only response to him at the time was, well, because that's what the Lord showed me to do. And then, of course, as time went on, you know, you, you increase your talents and you're, you're learning and you, you grow and, you know, you're studying and that type of stuff. So uh, so as time went on, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I work with uh, I've been blessed to work with producers like Jason Horde, uh, who produced uh, was the producer from Third Day, played with those guys. Um you know, Dave Moody from Lamont Records and a great team out there at Quad Studios and all those guys. Uh, there's a couple of folks out of Fayetteville, North Carolina, that, that are doing some pretty big things. And so it, it, it's great, you know, we, you know, and, I, you know, either I'll bring this. You know, I remember when I first was going into a studio, you know, I had a song and I wanted to kind of do everything uh, minus a few little spots. And, and that's great if you could do it. But uh, but then as you're growing, then there's other times where it's like being able to bounce that creativity off with, uh, with other producers who have been there wore the t-shirt, have a lot of experience. And they're like, Hey, we'll try this. And then I would get to the point where, uh, you know, I'd have a song that God blessed me with and write it on the acoustic and I'd send it over and, and, you know, and then they're like, Hey, check this out, blah, 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 blah. Oh yeah. I like this. Let's change this. Let's do this. And then you just have this beautiful symphony of, of a song that, that ends up um, hoping to be able to reach, reach masses all around the world. And in, in this case, I know in a lot of ways, a lot of these songs have, and that's been very encouraging. So. That's amazing. Great, mm-hmm. great testimony. It, it it seems that you've accepted the Lord into your heart at a very young age. Uh, yeah, I, I did. Um, I did. Uh, funny enough, I remember going to uh, when I was going to church, I used to be the, 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 the stubborn kid kicking rocks and kicking the back of the pew, not wanting to go to church. And then at the, you know, <laughs> then at the end of the service, all of a sudden I get in touch from the Lord. And I was so thankful that, that I did go. Uh, but, uh, but I do remember specifically, um, you know, going to the altar and, and giving my life to Jesus. Uh, I don't know when I was 12 or 13 or something. And then, but I remember that even after that time, I, I was also the one that, uh, I wanted to make sure I was saved. So I was going back there like two or three times until the pastor one day, I remember <laughs> that pastor Gary from uh, Jesus first church. He, he put his hands on my shoulder and he said, Sean, let me ask you. Do you believe Jesus is on the cross? I said, yes, absolutely. <laughs> then you're saved, brother. Go, you know, have faith, man. You know, <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay. I just wanted to make sure. Matter of fact, can you throw some of that oil on me you know, three or four times? Let's just say. <laughs> go back because uh, you were speaking earlier and you were talking about you working with um, Lamont Records in Nashville. Can you tell us like how did you come across them? How did you um, like what was your process on getting signed? Because I know a lot of people right now who are seeking to find a label and you know seeking to be found like and and but they're so lost. They're like well I have all this material but now what do I do? I mean, what is the process oh, of that? Um, well, to, to start, the um, I had a friend of mine who, and again, I just have to tell it like it is. Um, I actually was overseas uh, at the time, and she was trying to help manage me on the music side. And she, she, she called me up one day, and she said that now she went to be with the Lord now. But she said, Sean, she said uh, that she was praying. And she goes, she goes, she told me, she says, I have no idea who these people are. I don't know where this, I, I said, I don't know anything about this, but God just told me the name Lamont records. So I went ahead, I looked them up online and I found them. And, and she said that, that the Lord told her to call. So she calls up Lamont records and it was like four fifty nine or something right around five o'clock. And then the president of Lamont records, Dave Moody happened to answer the phone. <laughs> so he, he oh, answers wow. the phone and then she goes, uh, and she says, uh, yeah, she told him, she says, look, you're probably going to think this is crazy. I don't know if you were or not, but this is what the Lord told me to say. He told me to call. I don't know who you are. I don't even know if I'm not even familiar with your label, but blah, 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 blah. And so he tells him, <laughs> and, she, and he goes, he goes, really? He goes, well, I don't usually answer the phone right here. Usually I got, you know, so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. So I'll tell you what, does Sean have any material? And she goes, yeah. She goes, well, go ahead, have him send it to me. 
I said, all right, great. So I went ahead and sent my uh, material from a previous rock band I was in called Lockstep. And we, uh, I, I sent him the stuff. He took a listen. Then he pretty much asked if we could fly down to Nashville and meet him. And, uh, and we did. And then from there on, things worked out. But when it comes to the process, the beautiful thing about the day and age that we live in, uh, Prince, Prince said it best. Prince said, if you could, by all means, if you can avoid it, don't sign with the record label. Now, now I'm not telling you not to. I'm saying Prince said, he said, but if you do, or he said something like this. He said, if you sign, make sure you keep your rights, keep writer's rights, man. Don't let yourself get taken. So I say that to say that Lamont Records is a great, great label. I have nothing. I mean, there was a lot of blessings that came out of that. But I, I get asked this, or I used to at least, quite a bit from people like, hey, what about blah, 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 blah. And my, my statement to them is, look. In this day and age, technology has ran through the roof where you can create your own music at your house. You have streaming methods. Uh, I forget who that artist was, but he was an independent and he ended up tapping the charts. He ended up going to play at the VMAs or somewhere and, the, and he wasn't even signed. And it was amazing. Being signed under a record label is an awesome, awesome opportunity because you, you have that umbrella, that, uh, that umbrella. One, one of the things as an independent at one point going into radio stations, I, I used to, we used to get responses that say, hey, we love Sean's music, but we got one spot here to put in rotation and we've got Warner, Sony, and so-and-so. And then we got Sean Guerrero. Who do you think we're going to play? And so, it's like, so you would run into stuff like that. So having a label is great. But right. when you are seeking and you are looking at that process, you need to understand what it is that you were signing. And as long as you understand what you were signing and what the label is going to do for you, and what they're not going to do for you, and if you feel comfortable with that, then sign away. But just because you are signed under a record label does not mean you're some multimillionaire. You still got to do the work. You know, you still got you still got to hustle. Yeah. Um, you know, there's many different labels, but you can get signed to the biggest record label in the industry. But if you get shelved and nobody hears from you, it don't do you nothing. And then somebody else gets signed by independent who invests yeah. everything into them, and then they take off like a skyrocket, and it's boom, great. You know, it, it, it's awesome. So. Hence, I think Taylor Swift, Machine Gun Records, when she first came out, uh, or whatever her record label is, I believe that was her own record label or something, however that whole thing worked. But uh, but either way, um, the process to getting that point, you know, do the you know, be creative, uh, surround yourself with the right team of people who have your best interests at heart, um, uh, that, that you trust uh, to do the right thing, um, that keep good communication, you know, and, um, and that will help to build your brand getting getting an audience uh, you know get out there and play put stuff on youtube social media you know keep social media alive that's that's a big driving force because the fact is with anytime you're trying to get representation or record labels that type of stuff unfortunately it's not like it was back with richie valens back in the day la bomba and stuff you know now they're like right. how many followers do you have you know how many singles and you know how many sales do you have you know they, they want all that stuff now obviously this doesn't happen every single time. Sometimes you can hit the jackpot and you can get picked up. You got a great sound, but Justin Bieber is a great example, right? He was found on YouTube. Uh, you, you know, so, you know, sometimes you, you know, you, you can look at there's platforms they have now uh, that you can go to, you can sign up and they're like, Hey, submit us a rough demo, send this, send this, send this for practically nothing. And you can get your music heard, but you got to go ahead, stay creative, be original, um, be yourself build your brand by build, getting your audience, getting a I, I, getting your strong supporters and supporters. I mean, fan base, but I don't like using the term fan. I find it a little degrading. So uh, using getting supporters and uh, you know, and, and, and continue just to continue to promote, promote and share, share the gift and uh, you know, and, and look for avenues to be able to put it in front of the right people and, and uh, don't give up. And then once you get to that level, don't think that you're just going to get to sit on your hands. I mean, if anything, you're going to have to work that much harder. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Can you um, kind of give us your personal struggles from the past and struggles that you're currently dealing with? Because like you're saying, you know, even if you're assigned, it's not just going to magically roll in. I think that's when you have to work harder than you were working before. So if you're you're working and you think it's hard, but then you get a label is like everything you were doing is <laughs> yeah yeah the um I, I i would i would say probably one of the biggest struggles um that people deal with um, and i know you say you want to know that i deal with uh but it's keeping the momentum and i don't mean the momentum and keep going but i mean you you plant a seed and you want to see you want to see much fruit so that you can be established and you can do this as a career right. and oftentimes that doesn't happen or it may not happen as quick as you want it 
but the truth of the matter is, is that if God has given you a gift and he has shown you something, stay diligent and consistent and persistent and don't and don't give up. I think one of the one of the biggest struggles that, that I had had um, was you put all this time, all this money invested, blah, 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 blah. And if you don't and I was hoping to see this amount of fruits, but I didn't. I only saw this. But then God's response to me was he would tell me, he said, Sean. He said, when I, when I taught you to play, the, he said, why did you ask me to teach you to play the guitar? And I said, to play to your heart. And he said, so what changed? And I said, nothing. And he said, if, if, you have done what I have, if you have done what I have said for you to do, then why is that not enough? And I said, whoa. And the Lord said, if I, if I take everything in you and I send you all the way around the world and I have you pour it into just one person, why is that not enough? One of the greatest, greatest joys we have is to turn right. around and to, and to be able to know that we have done what the Lord has said to do. And in that, Philippians 419, for my gosh, to supply all your needs according to riches and glory will. And the needs are always supplied. So, so one of the biggest struggles, and I know we are talking about on the business side about, you know, what are the struggles there? But it's, <laughs> you know, it, it sometimes it's just a battle within yourself of, of you have to be able to, you have to keep your faith. And stay diligent and persistent in what you know that God has shown you, and keep and keep going. And then from there, if you're not, uh, you know, if you want to get in the technical business aspects, if you're not getting responses that you would like to respond, then you need to do a little self check and find out. Okay, well, what's the quality of the work you're putting out? What's the quality of content you're putting on on social media? Uh, you know, how are you presenting yourself? Are you saying things that the market is not interested in? And you do have to make adjustments without compromising yourself. So on the business aspect, there's those portions that you have to look at. And those are some of the struggles that uh, that oftentimes, you know, many, many artists face. And so it's like, OK, but, you know, if you, you hold fast, once you get into that groove and you find what sticks, not everybody's going to like the stuff that, that you like. You hope they do, but not everybody does. Uh, but you will always have that strong support that will stick with you and it'll be a magnet and more people will come and come and come. Uh, so, uh, so that's what I would say about that. I think it's really cool because, you know, that's, it's so true. Um, people a lot of times want to tend to think that their stuff is the best and they don't want to self-evaluate and they don't want to make any changes and I think it's really cool that you're saying that like and I think that's with anything in life that's you know there is um your career your dream um that just being the person that you are sometimes we need to step back and and really reevaluate who are we what does the world see in us where do we want to be and kind of refocus and I think being able to take constructive criticism um you know that's really where you're either going to fail or you're going to succeed is, are you going to take that criticism? Are you going to take what's being said to you? Um, and just, you know, you're wrong and I'm right. And this is, this is the way it's supposed to be. Or are you actually going to listen? That's the same thing. You know, Blaze and I, we're both Christian and we both run faith-based companies and, you know, we do our best to keep God in front of he, he, he is everything and and we recognize that without him we would not be where we are we would not have the opportunities that we have um and we try to make it a part of our team to you know every meeting that we have with our team we close in prayer and throughout our meetings we praise god and and recognize and step back and we just are so hardcore on making sure that everything yeah. that we do is for him and we're in this position. Not mm -hmm. everything we do is faith-based, but we're not going to compromise yes. our integrity either. So when you're saying all that, it's, it, I mean, it's really hitting home for us. It's <laughs> just hitting the nail on the head. So I appreciate you saying uh, glory, glory to Jesus. Saying. But, you know, but, but, but I tell you, I think you just, you, you, you two hit a really strong aspect on the, on the business side. And that's about the constructive criticism. Um, if I may, there, uh, the this script that we that I have right now, this feature film. Um, I was actually going to make a huge announcement on something that just came through in a in a screenplay competition, but uh, I, I, you know, I was sharing with some folks. I said, in in the industry, music, television, you have to have rhino skin. <laughs> you really, you really do. You know what I mean? Oh, you yeah. cannot have Absolutely. soft skin in that. You can't be wearing. <laughs> The only time you should be wearing your heart on your sleeve is when you're acting, pouring your heart out, you know, or you're doing your music, you know, outside of that, you have to, because 
like with this script um, right now, um, as we're, we're sending it out to market, trying to secure investors and that type of stuff. We, uh, I was talking to the, one of the, one of the, one of the script uh, analysis that I'm working with uh, very well renowned. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm humbly honored that I get a chance to work with this gentleman. Uh, but I was telling him, I said, you know, uh, about this, about how you know you, you you can't you can't do that because when people when not when God was blessing me was God blessed me to when writing this this script. I, I held two table reads. Um, I intentionally did that because I wanted to get because the original script was written in like five days, and so I wanted to get the perception the perception from the audience <laughs> to see what is their response, what are they taking away, and to find where the holes are. And I got a lot of amazing feedback. And so fast forwarding after like 75 revisions <laughs> on the script, you know, I, I you know, you realize wow. that things are said sometimes. And I remember there's a couple of times somebody said, Hey, uh, and else was like, Hey, have you thought about this? Or maybe try this, blah, blah, blah. And then I would sit there. I remember one time the he, he was saying a couple of things that I needed to fix. And I remember looked at it and I, and I said, and I was like, after I got the phone, I was like, Lord, I know he's right, but how am I going to do this? This is, you know, like, oh, this is a lot. And so I, I went to take a shower and the Lord said, one step at a time, just follow me and, and just relax. And so I came back, took some time, came back, boom, boom, boom. And then after I came through that, I was like, wow, it was necessary. And it's so much better. It makes so much sense. So oftentimes people say things, but if you were presenting something to the audience, there's, there's two things that are happening. If they are not understanding it or not liking it, is it because either it's a taste thing or they missed something or is it something that you have missed or the quality is not up to par? Right. Somebody brings me a song that says, hey, blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, if you want to, should I send this to radio? It's a cool idea, but your quality is terrible. You can't send, I wouldn't send that to nobody because guess what? In a lot of, a lot of times, you got one shot. You got one shot. And what do they say in that? You got 30 seconds to make your presentation. Boom. You know, you, you got to get them right off the bat. So if you're, so if I have something that I'm presenting, I do not want people to tell me fluff. Don't blow smoke up my rear. I don't want that because I want this, I want this script to be right. the best it possibly can. So it can be as impact, you know, impactful to, to the ends of the earth. And if, you know, that the Lord, Lord would see fit, you know, and you want it to be successful, just like in music. It's like, no, you know, there's creativity but trying to trying to hold the fence. Oh, I don't like it. He offended me because he said this this is terrible or that it doesn't work. He's messing with my creativity. And it's like you got to get that pride out the way, and you got you got to get yourself out of the way. God gives you a gift, great, and that's awesome. If the Lord tells you something, stick with it. But as right. you are developing and you're, you're going this creative mode, if people are receiving something in a certain way, again, you got you got to be willing to to take the constructive criticisms because it's only going to help you grow and become better yeah. and potentially even be extremely successful in it. So let that constrict because here's the thing. And then the cool, the beautiful thing about it is when somebody's telling you something like that, constructive criticism, unless they're pointing a gun to your head, you don't have to take, you don't have to take it. You, you still have a choice to make, <laughs> you know, but don't be so arrogant and prideful. They are like, no, it's my way or the highway. You can't do that. You know what I mean? You got to go ahead and like, all right, just give consideration and give room that potentially what they're saying is right. But if it's not right, there's plenty of things that have been said to me that I'm like, I've kept 80% and tossed out 20% because I was like, no, that's not going to work. But this stuff, yeah. But just take time to listen. It, it reminds me of everything that's going on in society today. It's like people forgot how to communicate. It's okay to talk. You know, and, 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 I, I, mean, I had three conversations recently, past two days, uh, discussing politics. And I said, I never argue with people with politics. Never. I said, there's a reason why people think, act, do, say, and feel the way that they do. But if you can just take time to listen. And remember, a soft answer turns away a violent wrath is what the word of God says. You know, just be still. Now, there's some that, you know, just, you know, people just blah, 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 blah. But, man, you, it's okay to communicate and talk. You know, and then think about, oh, why do you think that way? Oh, okay, well, here, let me present blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, one plant's one wires, but God gives the increase, but just to communicate. So just like in creativity, if somebody's given suggestions. I find that to be a beautiful thing because it shows somebody took the time and effort to care enough to actually read or listen to something God gave me. And then from right. their point of view, they are offering their suggestion. And they could have just tossed it in the trash like some like some people in the industry do. Nah, don't don't send this to me. I'm not reading this, right? You know, so somebody yeah. takes the time to read that stuff, please. I'm welcome to feedback. And then if you want to be you want to be successful, you should. It doesn't mean you have to take it, you know, because it's not it's not always applicable, but at least just be considerate enough to listen 
and be thankful that somebody took the time to actually care enough to think about what it is you presented to them and to give their thoughts. And I think that's an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. I think that there, there are many people out there and tough when you're a hungry artist, no matter what you're doing, whether, you know, whatever art you have um, and you send it out and you're so hopeful and people just flat out ignore <laughs> you. So, <laughs> so for anybody who's willing to read it, you know, take it in. And, and, you know, for me, mm-hmm. when I present an idea, um, you know, I'm like, here, here's a script. Let me read it to you. Even, you know, you don't even have to read it. Let me read it to you. And you, I, my audience is just sitting back and they can imagine uh, this film playing out in their head. You know, I take the initiative to, I even ask questions, specific questions like, what did you think about this? Was it boring? Did you laugh? How did you feel? Do I need to add anything? You know, instead of always just kind of sitting back and, and listening, you know, I also engage and, you know, I guess I'm very, uh, I just want to be sure that I'm always captivating and, and that there's no parts in the story where it's kind of like, mm. well, you know, it got kind of boring in this part, maybe change it or add or, you know, whatever. But um, that's one thing that I really, really try to work on even for myself is listening and taking it in and I'll take the information and then, you know, you may need some time, like you were saying, you need that time to kind of rework things. How am I going to mm. add that in? How am I going to make it flow? And um, I wanted to ask you, because you said that you had written yeah, a script yeah. in five days. That's, that's crazy. Unheard of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was a, um, <laughs> I, I would take my laptop and I would go to the beach and I'd sit in the car and I was just writing. Uh, granted, I mean, God, God blessed me with this script and, and the, the script in general was 116 pages in, in five days. Uh, you know, but that, that was, but then again, fast forward now, 50 versions plus versions later, uh, you know, and where the journey has just been, has just been amazing. You know, there was a lot of stuff I learned and, and that, that's another thing I'd love to, to, to tell your audience, surround yourself, surround yourself with wisdom, ask, seek God for wisdom, understanding and knowledge, and be, be aware and mindful of who's within your, your team, your circle, but definitely surround yourself with wisdom. And I've been blessed to be surrounded by people that have again been there, done that, and wore the T-shirt, and and there's been so much that I've had a chance to learn. Um, I, you know, I spent a lot of time in the scriptwriter's Bible, I believe is what they call it, learning different things and the technical aspects until getting it to where it's now. And the response that that we've been receiving uh, from screenplay competitions has just been amazing. And I was like, wow. Versus in the beginning, you know, wasn't getting anything, and now all of a sudden, some from pr- pretty reputable competitions, they're like, oh, so the audience is extremely receptive. And uh, from just, try, you know, Jesus' grace keeping me, remaining humble uh, is the advice to give you know, to people. Stay humble and just be willing to listen and, uh, and be patient. Uh, it's funny, some of the things you were talking about, should I do this, should I do that? I remember um, I had a couple of scenes that I really wanted to keep. I did not want to get rid of it <laughs> whatsoever. But I had two reputable uh, script analysis tell me the exact same. One was out of L.A., who is – pretty big and another one out here on the east coast in georgia and uh area and they both told me the same thing that needs to go how does that and this is this has been a while back but but i looked at it and i was like but it's comedic it makes sense i want to keep it but then i i had to you know i was reminded of my own words you know the lord told me and i said no let me sit back let me think about this and then i was talking with a, a buddy of mine uh and i was we were going through it and i said son of a gun they're absolutely right. It, it doesn't need to be there. It doesn't need to go. Uh, it doesn't need to stay. So I got rid of it. And then as a result, it made room for something else. And then everything just flowed. And now as, you know, again, during at the time, you know, you have these frustrating moments like, oh my gosh, you feel like you're losing so much, but really you're not losing. You're gain, You're making room for so much more of that, which does need to be there. So, so you know, so right. So like for me, like for, for writing, right. for writing scripts, um, you know, one of the things that I love that God does in my life, I love sharing this testimony part. God does things in ways so that no man gets the glory except for him. If people say you got to go A, B, and C, God goes C, B, A, so that they will know undeniably the Lord said it in this way. That right. so when it came to this with this script, um, oftentimes it happens. God, you know, God gives me these, these ideas, and instead of just going in the final draft and Blah, 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 you know, going to everything else for me, it's, it, it's the opposite. You know, I'll, I'll usually go into like a word document or paper and just group things. Hey, there's a scene that, you know, you know, playing baseball you know, and just start putting stuff down. And then, 
next thing you know, you know, God, God just starts giving the creativity and, you know, free flow writing and it, and it comes very easily. But the technical aspect, there has just been so much that, that I've, I'm thankful that I've had a chance to learn on what the industry and what the market requires and what they look for. So you can keep, you know, keep that competitive edge and, you know, keep the interest right. and that climatic builds and what they look for. Cause you can have the greatest story in the world, but depending on who you're sending it to, if you're structurally is not sound uh, and then they never read it, you know? So, so the, you know, you, you, I mean, y'all know, you know, there's always different areas in there that, that we're always learning and growing, but this has just been an incredible journey. And, and now we're at a place you know, from having our entire pitch deck, executive summary, all those things we have, we've secured a list of interest. We have distributor letter, you know, distribution letter of intents out there from international and various areas. We have locate, I mean, you know, tax incentives that we have this whole entire packet. And now it's just a matter of just trying to find that investor. Uh, and once we get that, I mean, it's, it's, it's an amazing story and, and having these responses that we're having now uh, to help, Hopefully it helps, you know, get, continue to garner that interest uh, for potential investors to show, yeah, the market is there and, and things are doing really well. But but again, patience and just be willing to listen, surround yourself with the right team of people that will stand with you and give sound wisdom. And and, and most importantly, keeping Jesus first and people that are, that are not going to lie to you, that they're not going to pull smoke at you. Oh, I'm just telling you what you want to hear. And, that, and that's why everybody that's come on my team told them the same thing. I do not want you to tell me what I want to hear. I need you to tell me what it is that I would not want to hear. You know what I mean? Because because you know you want it to be best. Uh, so so take on rhino skin and don't be so. The only place you should be soft in is your heart, uh, not on your not on your skin. And so um, this I, is, I was sorry. Go ahead. I just want to be sure that that all of this opportunity that you're talking about in the script it is uh, for that's your, correct. Your yes. script entitled that's the right. Hidden Garden. Oh, I. I that that's clear so that our listeners they can hear it it's called the hidden garden and so when it does come out and available on whatever platform they can remember hey, we heard <laughs> that'd it be great that'd was, be awesome. you know a thing <laughs> hopefully it keeps, yeah hopefully it keeps the same title uh sorry blaze you had, you had um, something to say yeah I, I wanted you to touch on uh something for me for our listeners and you know, as, as well, at the risk of sounding mm -hmm. repetitive, we use the word struggle. So I'm curious. I know that a lot of times, you know, some of our listeners aren't in the entertainment industry. Sure. And some of our listeners aren't Christians either. And um, a lot of times, you know, the general public, you know, people look at entertainers looking at uh, stories of the temptations and other uh, actors and musicians that have fallen subject to drugs and alcohol and lust. So outside of using the word struggle, I'll say challenges as a Christian artist in entertainment, both in film and music. Can you tell our listeners, you know, what type of uh, challenges are there staying true to, like you said, staying true to yourself, staying true to God when you know the devil is active? and it's going to place temptations everywhere you go. So can you kind of like explain how do you get well, through the, the so challenges? I think that it was something I think it's just a fact. It's, every individual has their own struggles and you will always find that the one thing that you thought right. you overcame, the enemy tries to bring back full circle. Um, God showed me one time, the Lord said, uh, he, he had right. told me that, you know, when you say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done, that is a big, big statement. And you'll find that oftentimes you're like, oh, you think, oh, yeah, this guy's perfect will. This is going to happen. But then what happens is you find yourself in a situation where <laughs> the one area where you're really weak or something that's going to really touch a nerve, boom, that that hits you. And, and you're like, you're like, but the Lord's like, but not, not your will, but my will be done. And you're like, but that's not what I was thinking. And he's like, but it's these it's these unforeseen mm -hmm. circumstances that you would think would not occur because it doesn't seem like that seems too big. It seems like it just needs to be this. So in in the industry, you know, as an artist, uh, people, you know, you know, and honestly, a lot of that comes to pride, greed and lust. That's pretty much the sum of the different things that, that people face in there. And, and how do you how do you overcome that? You know, how do you get around that? Well, the truth is, is that it's man, don't compromise. Keep Jesus first. Stay in his word. 
you know, surround yourself with praise and right. worship, feed your spirit, you know, you know, watch what you're putting in your eyes, you know, as far as the things that you're, that you're watching, um, you know, and then encourage one another, you know, encourage one another to help other people, you know, that's, you're feeling down at, or you're, you know, don't, or, or you know, that this right here is going to be uh, too much temptation, then why go near it? Uh, you know, or, or you feel like, well, hence I'll use the example for females. Uh, so, Men face things that females won't, females vice versa. But with females specifically, how many times do we see in films, uh, and hopefully you don't watch, you turn it off, but in times past, I'll be watching a film and completely unexpected. And all of a sudden you see this actress come across and then she tries to flash or something crazy. And then they're like, oh, but I'm an actress. No, you're not. What's happened is, is that producer or director has just exploited you and used that as an avenue to try to do the sex sales type thing, just trying to get sales that, that that's not acting. And again, that's why I refer, I refer back to, I refer back to the, and it's not condemning anybody. It's bringing in an awareness to say, stop compromising who you are for the sake of trying to fulfill this particular, it's not going to work and people will see through it all the time. But if you will hold fast to that, which is good and stay true to who you are in Christ Jesus and who God has made you to be and how the Lord sees you, God has, covered you with honor and he and he loves you and he is he you know he is for you not against you you know so he will make a way where there seems to be no way so when it comes to these different struggles with temptations and everything else oftentimes you know the word of god says we're drawn away by the lust of our flesh you know oh yeah but if i want to have this i need to go ahead and do this so if i just compromise just a little bit and it's like no don't compromise at all don't don't give the devil an inch you heard that phrase you know don't give him an inch or take a mile don't do that People, people will, and I think that's something that's something that yeah. people in the industry or even on the outside trying to come in, that's what they think. Oh, I got to go ahead and do this. And you really don't uh, because in there, the temptation is so vast or the peer pressure, right? Oh, I got to go ahead and no, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to be cast out or they're going to, they're going to, they're going to cast me out and I won't be accepted in and all this other stuff. But the truth be known is you don't know the conversations that happen behind closed doors. We're like, you know what? That dude turned around and did this and. Holy smokes. Right. And I'll give you an example. I had a, um, I remember one day I went in for this audition and I, I got the script and it was just, it was trash. There was, there was all kinds of um, filthy language, up, like almost every other word was, was, was a curse word. And I, I looked at the caster and I said, I'm not going to read this garbage. <laughs> so this is garbage. I mean, I'm not saying that you should say that to a casting director, but that's just what came, <laughs> that's just what came out of me. I just said, I'm not going to read this crap. This is garbage. I said, I'm a Christian in love with Jesus. And then she looked at me and she said, I know I kind of figured that. And I said, oh, it, okay. So, and that was for a pretty big film. Uh, so I walked out and I was like, oh, well, well, there went that one. But again, not compromising who you are. Two, three weeks later, God ended up blessing me a role on a TV show, which was actually turned out to be much better than that one. And that's, that's so, awesome. so I say that not gloating, but to show that, see, God has you. And I promise you, if you are called to be somewhere, God has given you a gift. The word of God talks about that the, the gifts will make room for you. You will be there, but, but don't, don't give heed to that stuff. So the struggle is we, everybody deals with different things. You know, some person has alcohol stuff, one person drug, another person pride, another person anger, you know, it, who knows what you had going on in your life and what you grew up with, what you were around. But just because you've had those things doesn't mean that you have to feed it. So if you know certain things that hit you, then stay away from right. it. You know what I mean? To the best you can, but always remember we, humanity, we have a choice to choose on how we would act and react in every situation because Jesus said that he gave us a commandment in every situation, how we ought to act and react in certain things because the Lord said he was tempted and tried in every manner, just as we are. And he overcame. And the truth is that when we stand before the almighty, when we were before the almighty, we'll never be able to blame anybody else for why things did or didn't happen in our lives. Because Jesus told us how we ought to act and react. But thankfully, God's mercy and grace is on us and he keeps us. So if you happen to slip, you know, repent, get up, go on and, and strive not to do it again. So, uh, yeah, so struggles, the struggles are there. The temptations are there. Um, you know, if you're able, avoid it at all costs. And and I think sometimes people give in to that stuff because they're, they're trying to obtain something. When it comes to industry yeah. gifts specific and they feel like they have to go that route and you just don't have to do that. And if you can recognize and come to accept the reality is that the industry is trying, you know, people try to make money. Some people do it the right way. Some people do it the wrong way. And if they can make money at your expense to turn around and to have this one particular, then guess what? Then they're going to do it. 
the industry is a, it's a great industry, but there's a lot of darkness as well. I got a friend of mine. He had a, um, he had an opportunity. He had been waiting for this one casting director to cast him for a long time in a big, in a, it, was a, it was a very, very big, uh, you know, big opportunity. And he got one, <laughs> he got one that came through, but I'm not going to lie. It was pretty, uh, it was pretty bad. And he, he said, nope. And so what they is so the way they did, they came back to him with something else. <laughs> and if they came back to him a few times, they kept trying to entice the offer and uh, nope, turned down and held his own. And God has blessed him. This guy has done some pretty big things with some, some I, I don't want to say just because of, of his own privacy there, but uh, you know, he's done some pretty big things, some big, pretty big name actors. So just keep, keep integrity. Don't compromise, know your value, know your worth. Uh, don't let, anyone or anything use you for their gain that would bring harm or shame to you and if you can do that do that by staying in god's word never stop talking with jesus loving the lord with all your heart mind soul strength and uh and spice it up with some upbeat praise and worship and you know and and, and be kind you know there's uh some lord showed me a while back is if you were uh if you're ever feeling down and out or discouraged and hence different things that would lead you to want to slip up in this area do a selfless act go help somebody Give somebody some food. I promise you, you'll immediately, your whole attitude and everything will change. Yeah, Thank you. And I appreciate you sharing that and, uh, you know, being detailed about it. Absolutely. Because, I mean, everything you're saying, it, it is so beautiful. And I think um, if people are really hearing you, really listening to your words, um, you you are giving so much more. I mean, the depth of what you're saying is so beautiful and so honest. And I really appreciate that about you. Um, we do have to wrap up the show for today, but I want to invite you back next week because we still have so much more, so much more that you have to tell and for our listeners to learn. Um, before we go though, can you tell our listeners if anybody is looking to follow you or collaborate with you or talk to you more about um the hidden garden script that you have where sure there's a uh, there's a couple of different avenues and obviously um you, know, you can check me out at facebook uh, sean guerrero you know, s-e-a-n-g-u-e-r-r-e-r-o uh, we also have a facebook for the hidden garden uh, facebook.com backslash the hidden garden movie um if you need to reach out to me you can reach out to me through uh my main site, sgmusic.us, um, that actually connects to a lot of the TV and film and the music. Uh, so those are those are three primary ways that you could uh, you could reach out to me. And if you know if there's interest in the film, by all means, uh, hit me up through one of those avenues. It's uh, it's open to the public. So that's so awesome, Sean. Right. Thank you. Absolutely, would you, would you accept, um, no way would I week? deny that. <laughs> 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 I'd be honored. <laughs> Absolutely honored. I got so excited. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Stay John. safe. Like, you know, we opened up there, some crazy things happening um, at our nation's capital right now. And I just pray for you and I pray for America. I pray for the world um, yes. that we stay safe mm. and we stay smart. I think that's the biggest thing. And to remember that it doesn't matter what your belief is, whether it's political or religious or what exactly. have you. Exactly. And I, and I think you're, you're hundred percent right. Um, especially dur during this day and age. Um, I, if I can real quick, just as a, a reminder, there's three things in this life that we know that which you see and experience yourself, that which the media tells and shows you and, or that which God himself tells and shows you outside of that. What do we know? So the encouragement is as believers, we are called to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and give hope. We should not be alarmed at the things that have taken place, but rather more concerned with our fellow brother. And don't, don't be so stressed out over things you have no control over. Don't let your blood pressure get all crazy over that. Whatever your platform is, that is your reach. Encourage one another, help one another, be kind to one another, uplift one another, and share the good news of Jesus Christ and give hope, letting them know that they're not alone and that God loves them. And that whatever situation you have, God is able to heal, save, and restore that which is lost. And even in the midst of this chaos, God is more than able to bring together and saturate us in his presence because he loves us. And it, and it does not do God's heart uh, joy to see anyone lost whatsoever. 
So take time to listen. Don't be so quick to speak. God's word says be slow to speak, be, be slow to anger, you know, and just be kind to one another and, and, and be hopeful because Jesus is returning soon and he loves you. Right. Amen. Thank Amen. you, Sean. Thank you so much. Uh, we look forward to talking to you again next week. I hope you stay safe. You know, I mean, just with everything going on, be safe out there. All right. Thanks so much. God bless. Next week. Thank you so much, John. Remember, tune in to HPE Live. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and of course, YouTube. Tune in next week for more do's, don'ts, tips, and gossip, and entertainment. <laughs>